Podcasting from the JNK Twin Studios. This is the show for Reds fans, by Reds fans. Each week, we take a look at the games, the players, and the stories of Cincinnati Reds baseball. Now, your hosts, Scott Evans and Nick Lawson. And welcome to the Reds Fans Chatter Podcast. I'm Scott Evans. He's Nick Lawson. We are fired up and um, ready to go. Unlike the Reds, who cannot win a series to save their lives, six losses in a row as far as series go, had they won those six series, they would pretty much have the uh, postseason wrapped up. Thank God we got the Pirates for nine more. Absolutely. Of course, you know we said that about the Cubs, and the Cubs are still in it, officially. Uh, very, they won't be there. They won't be there for long. Very unlikely. Nine is their elimination number. Ten games back of the wild card. Uh, I mean, they would need every team in front of them pretty much to lose out. And they can't lose more than nine games, and they have to win out. It's not going to happen, but uh, I mean, it's it's kind of crazy that uh, they're technically still in it uh, within ten games at this point in the season. They sh- they should have been done in August, especially after they traded away everybody. Ab- absolutely. So uh, let's go through the wild card standings right now uh, in the National League. Uh, the division leaders, San Francisco. 93 and 50. It's incredible. Uh, technically, they are two and a half games over the LA Dodgers. It's really weird how baseball reference has done this uh, wild card uh, listings. Uh, so the Dodgers have the second best record in Major League Baseball. They have a 16 game lead over the uh, Padres and Reds for the first wild card. And they're. they're- Defending world champions are gonna be tough to beat. Yeah, ninety one and ninety one and fifty three. Oh, and uh, they like I said, I said that last week. I'm sticking with it. The Reds, mark it down. The Reds are going to sweep the Dodgers. We got it on tape. So if they don't, <laughs> coming back at you. I'm just kidding. No, I hope that happens, man. I really do. Uh, Milwaukee has a 14 game lead over the Reds in the division. That's pretty much wrapped up. Um, yep. The Braves, a two-game lead in the division, 76-66. and 66, So that, that's kind of your uh, top of the NL. Now let's get into the wild card spot that's actually a race. The Padres and Reds are tied. The Padres have 74 wins, 68 losses. The Reds have 75 wins, 69 losses. Uh, right behind them, 73 wins by the Cardinals, 69 losses. Uh, the Phillies, 72 wins, 71 losses, two and a half games back. Uh, the Mets still technically in it. I, I think uh, they have a longer road, though. Uh, they're back to 500 baseball after booing their fans, which uh, is, they, is they, just they insane. Be, they all should be booing each other anyway. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> they're three games back and then technically still in it, but uh, not very likely. The Colorado Rockies, nine games back. And the Chicago Cubs, 10 games back. But the Reds, had they just won those last six series, they would be up six games. Well, now, At now least. It's do or, now it's do or die. Yeah, the Reds would be 81-63 and 63 right now had they won six, of their, six games out of the last uh, six series. I mean, figure what, what have we got, 17 games left or something like that? Right. It's time to win. 
no more playing around. You got your do or die right now. This is the, this is where you your stretch run is. Right. Let's I, let's win the rest. I mean, at least they won one game in St. Louis, but uh, now only one game up over the Cardinals. Uh, the Phillies, uh, they've kind of cooled off just a little bit. They're seventy two and seventy one now. Uh, the Mets right behind them, seventy two and seventy two. Uh, but it, it, it's just. It's it's very frustrating, especially when you see that every player is suffering. I think a lot of it has to do with Jesse Winker being on the injured list. Uh, it, it just put the Reds' offense out of balance. Uh, Castellanos hasn't been the same since he came back off the disabled or the uh, injured list, and and now they don't have to pitch to Joey Votto anymore. So they before they were cheating, now they just don't have to pitch to him and. Uh, they've adjusted on top of that. We'll get into how Votto's doing. Does he still bang? The answer is yes, uh, just not as much as he was uh, in July and uh, the first part of August. He's not consistent right now, but he'll get back there. Oh, absolutely. But, you know, when he's the only one that's hitting and you're running everyone behind him hitting below 200, uh, I mean, the pitchers don't have to give him the the pitches they were giving him before. No, they don't have to pitch around him anymore. They just pitch to him. Because yeah, either way, if, if even if it walks, Castellanos is the guy that usually picks him up, but he's struggling too. He's not really. Yeah, well, much. I mean, Castellanos hits in front of Votto, so the RBI chances have gone down. And then you have Suarez, uh, Naquin, who before he got injured on a very nasty play uh, over the weekend. Uh, oh yeah, that was bad. You know, uh, the the guys hitting behind him, especially when uh, Kyle Farmer's on the uh, paternity list. I think he's coming back off of that uh, in a move. I'll I'll let you break the 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 news. The Reds lost a pitcher. Well, Kyle Farmer activated the paternity list, and Brad Brock has been designated for assignment. Say that one more time because you sounded like uh, you were going through uh, a telephone line connecting to the internet in 1995. Wow. <laughs> you made me sound like I've, I was went back in time for a minute. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, Carl, Kyle Farmer, was I say his name right? Kyle Farmer got activated from the paternity list. And Brad Brock has been designated for assignment. <laughs> All right. Loud and clear that time. And uh, what's your favorite Brad Brock memory? Uh, the, today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, the best moment is when he gets designated for assignment. He's never coming on the show. No. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not even going to ask him. Him and Robert Stevenson. I should have them both on the show for your birthday next year. I, I won't be here for that one. <laughs> <laughs> Happy but, birthday to me, right? Here oh, absolutely. But anyway, the, the Reds struggling big time. Uh, if you look at the, the stats out of their last 10 games, uh, they are 4-6. and six. But here's the other teams that are in the chase. St. Louis, 5-5 five and five in their last 10 games. Philadelphia, three and seven in their last ten games. The Mets, five and five in their last ten games. The Padres, four and six in their last ten games. It is like nobody wants to play the Dodgers in the postseason. Uh, do you blame them? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, and and here's the here's the catch. 
So based on the the way things stand today, the the uh, most likely playoff scenario, according to BaseballReference.com, great website, by the way, uh, in the NL, San Francisco versus the winner of Los Angeles and Cincinnati. I don't know if I like that. And then uh, Milwaukee versus Atlanta. So the Brave or the, so the the Brewers get the Braves. The Reds had to go either to San Francisco or Los Angeles for a one game series. If they survive that, then they get a five game series with the other team in the West. Can we just flip a coin? <laughs> Wouldn't that be easier just to flip a coin like you're doing football? Oh, Which they, side do you want? Do you want to face the Braves or do you want to face the Dodgers? All right. The Giants, well, you, you, you know what? Do not give Rob Manfred any ideas. You, you know what? If you listen to this show, I'll, I got a few words for him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah. So that that is the Reds' playoff hopes. There, there might be one game played in Cincinnati it, on paper. Yeah. Now, now if, if we can win, if we can win a couple games, say that that's a plus. Now, then again, like I, like we talked about on last week's show, if you get in, anything can happen, especially in a one-game series and even in a five-game series because San Francisco should not have beat us in 2012. Uh, the Cardinals in 2006 and 2011 – were the worst team on paper going into both of those postseasons. Yeah, look what happened. With, without looking it up, I'm still going to say that. And they win the World Series both times. So, and I, I know in 2006 they only won 83 games uh, to win the Central. Uh, the Reds should have won that year, but uh, I went on vacation and uh, the Reds kind of went downhill. Kind of the same thing this year. I went on vacation late August and uh, the Reds did too. It's all your fault. Yeah, and then in 2011, I believe they were the wild card. I don't recall. Yeah, they were the wild card. I think it was that crazy first year they did the uh, – wasn't it the first year they did the postseason game? They had controversy about the infield fly rule, or am I thinking of a different year and different teams? I don't know where you're going with this. I don't either, so. <laughs> <laughs> but either way uh, – you know, even if they weren't statistically the worst team, they're the Cardinals, so they were the worst team. I don't even want to talk about the Cardinals because I hate them so bad. Exactly, especially after this weekend. Yeah, I mean, this this past weekend was just a disaster. And that, that's all in the Reds. Well, yeah. So, but yeah, nobody wants to win uh, that wild card spot. It's going to be a tough road for whoever is the NL a wild card because they're going to have to go into LA or San Francisco. And if they make it past that, they're going to have to go into LA or San Francisco. I mean, stranger things have happened. I mean, the Tampa Bay Rays almost won the world series, right? Well, so, you know, I mean, you know what, yeah. right now they have the best record in the, uh, in the American league. They got a lot of talent. They're a very good team. And they just re up their GM. I, I'm, I'm a fan of Nick crawl. I know he gets a lot of crap on the uh, internets, but uh, but I am a fan of uh, Nick Kroll. But if if they're if the Tampa Bay Rays general manager were available and he was able to bring in their system, I would be all for it. Yeah, I mean we gotta, we gotta remember Nick Kroll was just got this job in the off season. 
Right. Uh, coming off a of COVID year where, right. you know, our idiot uh, politicians wouldn't say how many fans, if any, were allowed uh, back when the Reds and other teams had to make these decisions. And you saw a lot of teams in the offseason. Maybe this is why nobody seems to want to win. Though the Padres did spend money in the offseason. They were one of the few teams. Uh, the Dodgers have more money than anyone else, so they spent money. Uh, they spend money daily. Uh, the Giants spent money. Uh, but other than that, and the Mets spent money. <laughs> they, they're not really showing it, but uh, they spent money. Uh, the Reds, uh, they cut money. Uh, part of it, thankfully, because uh, the Reds getting Bauer would have been a bad, really yeah. bad. That would be a bad PR move. Uh, not only that, just from the team, because the Dodgers, like I said, they have more money than anyone else. They went out and got Max Scherzer to take uh, Bauer's place. That, that's amazing. And then Max Scherzer's having a Hall of Fame career. Because I mean, great, great even though Bauer's suspended, he's still getting paid by the Dodgers. No, he's not going to – I mean, yeah, they're definitely still going to pay him for it. They're going to pay him to be a, a – well, I almost cursed. But, yeah, they're paying him to be a bad guy. Yeah, and, you know, and, uh, what, and you know, so he's he's suspended. If he, if the Reds had to pay him not to play because of his uh, conduct off the field, that that's something the Red, a small market team, a mid-market team, and really probably anyone but the Dodgers uh, – couldn't survive. I mean, I don't know what Bauer's contract reads. I mean, couldn't you cut him? No, you, if you cut him in baseball, you then would have to pay the full three still years. Pay him. Yeah, yeah, that sucks. Uh, the only what the only way would be if Major League Baseball suspends him uh, without pay, whether it be indefinitely, a year, sixty games, or whatever. Does they they really they couldn't terminate his contract? No. That sucks. No, the union would get involved with that because it, it's yeah. too open. And uh, I'm sure there's things in his contract about off-field conduct, but the investigation has to be done. Uh, so okay. if baseball clears him, they're not going to be able to just cut him. Uh, they could probably trade him. I don't know who would want him yet at this point Right. Uh, with that contract because it was a pretty big contract, and, and there are some other weird clauses in it. So I don't know if they have an option. Uh, well, I mean, I mean, if you go into next year, Bauer's still on your roster. Yeah. Do you? Do you, I mean, what? What? How? What kind of situation is that? I really don't know how to, how you would handle it. I, I'm not sure either. I, I really think uh, I think it's going to get some type of suspension. Uh, part of it is the district attorney uh, handling the case has not made a decision one way or the other. Uh, if there's enough evidence to prosecute or uh, or if there's enough evidence or not enough evidence so uh, they'll clear Bauer. Uh, even if that happens, Major League Baseball has its own standards. I kind of hate it, but uh, it is what it is. Uh, well, who's this district attorney, Dan Fielding? No. Nah. <laughs> I mean, come on. That's a night court joke, people. I got it. <laughs> no, so... Yeah, he's his salary for this year now. Forty million dollars. Good gravy. He should donate a salary for this crap. Donate to donate to whoever needs it. Oh, he's not gonna do that. Well, I anyway, know he's selfish turd. <laughs> <laughs> oh I'm trying to find his sal salary. 
Oh, here it is. Because he, he signed three years, right, with the Dodgers? Yes. Yeah, so he signed for $40 million this year. I don't think – I think it's a little bit more complex than what baseball reference has. Next year, $45 million. And he can opt out of the 2020 – after the 2022 season. I thought he had an opt-out after each year. Uh, and then $17 million for 2023. Maybe for a guy that lied and said, I don't want to do a multi-year contract. Well, look what he did. Yeah, well, some of that was media hype. Uh, but <clears> – <throat> And the, I think the way it's set up, I think he can opt out after this year. He's not going to, obviously. No. As long as he's still getting paid, he's just gonna he's gonna ride it. I mean, I I can't I, I won't blame him for that. Uh, yeah. The contract is what it is, but uh, but yeah, even if he is cleared by uh, the the uh, legal system, uh, just like with Aroldis Chapman, there was like very little evidence against Aroldis Chapman. I mean, police basically said. Uh, the person that was accusing him was there was no evidence, and they thought she was making it up. With uh, and but baseball still suspended him sixty day sixty days. Of course, he also shot a gun off in his garage. Now his garage is probably bigger than my house, <laughs> but still, and, and punched a window. So both of those things are not smart to do if you're a major league baseball player. No. No, don't, don't pull a Britney Spears and start beating stuff up. No. <laughs> she was cleared. I know, but I'm just saying, when she, when she was swinging golf clubs at, at cars and everything, when she shaved her head back in the day. Oh, uh, that was, do that you're, you're combining, that you're combining uh Tiger Woods ex-wife with, uh, with Britney Spears. Hey, what's the difference? Besides <laughs> <laughs> a haircut, what's the difference? Oh, uh, we've got, Britney we've got way off course. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Yeah. So, Red space. Red space ball. That's what we're talking let, about. Let's switch to Joey Votto. Does Joey Votto still bang? He does, but not all the time. So we always went back to June 21st when uh, baseball started cracking down on sticky substances. Since June 21st, uh, Votto's hitting 282, 387, 607, 995 OPS. Very solid numbers. Uh, within that twenty, within that time, twenty-two home runs, fifty-seven RBI, awesome numbers. Yeah, but if you go to, but. hang on, it's not cooperating. Let's see, if you go from August third, well, if you take June twenty-first through August third, three fifteen. 412, 677, 13 home runs, awesome numbers. However, since August 3rd till today, 246, 362, 533 with nine home runs. So he's basically cooled off. He's still hammering the ball, but he's not getting uh he's not getting as many regular hits. Yeah, I, I think he's spacing it out a little bit. He's he's being so he's still walking. Well, he's still getting on base. Right well, now, he's just not getting. He's just not getting base hits right now. Now in September, two twelve, three fifty four, eighty five. Basically seven for thirty three, uh, two home runs in that time. So he's cooled off yeah. recently. And the thing is, we were I think we were talking a little bit earlier. There's no one else hitting around him. 
No, I mean, there's just nobody hitting at all. That's uh, the problem right now. That's what has to do with David Bell's lineups. Yeah, I mean, uh, Nick Castellanos, uh, since he's been back from the uh, from the uh, injured list, and I, I wonder how much of the stuff in the news about he's already decided to opt out uh, nonsense. Uh, my guess is he doesn't want to talk about it. His agent's probably leaking that stuff because Scott Boris is 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 uh, a very uh, not gonna say shady. Uh, but he likes to stir the controversy and get things talking in the media. He likes to work through the media. Well, we all want Castellanos to return next year because we think he's a, he's a great guy. He's a great right. player. Well, he's we actually want- he's actually been hitting better than I thought he was since he came back, but it's not the same level. It's not MVP level <laughs> like it was before. Uh, so he returned August 5th. Since August 5th, he's hitting 277, 336, 554. Uh, you'll take that. Uh, 10 yeah. home runs in that time, which is very good. Uh, you'll take that, but it's not the same. So before he uh, before he uh, went on the uh, injured list, uh, the first part of that, uh, 329, 383, 582. Uh, awesome numbers. Mm-hmm. But uh, he's still hitting home runs, kind of like Joey Votto. I think that's what they're both trying to do is to carry the team on their shoulders. And, and you know, they're not getting uh, – it, it's not team baseball. And part of it is once you get past Votto, especially when Kyle Farmer was out, uh, there's no one you can count on. No, and, and, and Jose Barrio, they brought him back and – while Kyle Farmer was gone, and Barrio was really struggling. He couldn't really get up until he got that triple. Um, that kind of boosted him up a little bit, but then fell off in the last game. Right. Well, and part of it is the, the team is poorly constructed. Uh, yep. I, 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 part of it goes back to Dick Williams. Uh, you have Shogo Akiyama on the team making <coughs> making uh, $7 million a year not getting any playing time. So when he does get playing time, he can't find the ball with a search warrant. No, the dude can play outfield, but he can't hit for the crap. No, well, you know, if you're not playing daily and, uh, and getting that practice, you're not going to. Uh, Eugenio Suarez. It's not a slump when it's what you've done all year long. Even There's like no, no even glimpses of hope. Uh, since August 3rd, 187, 300 on base with six home runs. So it's all or nothing. Another all or nothing uh, performance out of everybody since September for Suarez. Okay, I, I'm going to take back what I just said. <laughs> since September, he's hitting 333, 458, 944 with three home runs uh, in 24 plate appearances. If he can do that the rest of the year and, and a couple of these other guys uh, can can join him and, and do it at the same time, the Reds have a pretty good chance. Well, I mean, you're, they're platooning him and Mistakis. And you look at Mistakis since he came back from the injured list. He's not hitting the ball. He's not raking right now. No, and and maybe that's what, maybe that's what it takes for uh, Suarez is not to face uh, right-handed pitching. It could be. I mean, I don't know his splits between righties and lefties, but I mean, Suarez is, like you said, he's not in a slump. He's been, this is all season. 
Right. There's well, with the there's with something the that's, there's something that's not right with his with, with his swing or something not right with his head. Well, what, 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 well, you missed you must have missed what I said because <laughs> in September though he's three thirty three, four fifty eight, nine forty four. Numbers, but I'm just saying before that, before. Oh, I you, you know September. You know it's you, been just one. We've been one seventy three. In total. He's a 176 now, which is up yeah. from the end of August was 169. Yeah. So he's actually raised his batting average uh, almost uh, uh, seven points this late in the I season. Would, I, I would be happy if he finished at the Mendoza line. Uh, I don't know if that's possible. <laughs> <laughs> Sadly, just four for four. Hey, go four for four every game. Yeah, it's possible. Maybe I'm not going to do the math, but he's in. If 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 he continues to do what he's done the last eight games that he's played in the rest of the season, I'll take it. Three thirty three, four fifty eight, nine forty four with uh, three home runs. Uh, I, I will take that. Uh, it's still an all or nothing type of uh, situation because over 162 games, that is 122 hits. Uh, 40 doubles, not too bad. 61 home runs, uh, and only 81 walks and 122 strikeouts. So he's still kind of doing the all or nothing. He's just getting a little bit more all now. Yeah. You know what? If, if he got a hit per game and he still struck out three times, almost are winning the game. I don't care. Absolutely. I mean, if nothing else, uh, to give Votto some more protection until Winker comes back. Exactly. I mean, who knows what's going to happen when Winker comes back? Right. So anyway, I, I think the bottom line is the Reds need to be consistently hitting, and they're not. Yeah, I mean, you're hitting, you're hitting the ball, you're pitching well, you're hitting ball games. Yeah, and I think that kind of sums it up. Uh, Reds still poised. They are. I know it doesn't seem like it. It seems like they should be thirty games out, but as it stands today, they are the favorite to win the wild card. Yeah, if you look at percentages, yeah, they're they're still favored. Because just looking at the records, what's coming up? Records, I'm sorry, the schedule coming up. Right. Padres have a tougher have a tougher road. Uh, they play the Giants this week. This week. They do. The Reds have the Dodgers, and other than that, I uh, mean, and the White Sox. Other than that, the White Sox, yeah. Other the than Pirates. that, five games, <laughs> five games uh, with winning teams, and the rest with the Pirates and Nationals. Hey, you play you play the Pirates nine times. You should beat them nine times. At this point, should. yes. You should. <laughs> should is the operative word there. I mean, they beat the they beat the Pirates when the Reds were bad early in the season. Hopefully they can do it again, and uh, we'll be celebrating another year, two years in the row of making the postseason. Yeah, well, hopefully we get to the postseason, we score some runs this time. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Until next week, when hopefully we're talking about a Reds uh, clinching of the playoffs. I doubt it. Uh, This wraps up this show. Go Reds. Go Reds.